Hi, this is Mike Marshev, and here I am with another edition of Mike Up Marshev. I received an email this week that, that stimulated my thinking. One of our newer members was having trouble developing uh, something that he referred to as his elevator speech. Uh, an elevator speech is something that, that uh, it's like a sound bite. And years ago, it was introduced... And in fact, it was just a, it was a response to the fact of what do you do and in a 15-second period from the time an elevator goes from the third floor to the first floor, can you get a message across to a stranger? They call it the elevator speech. Some people call it an audio logo, and other people call it a 15-second marketing message. But in any event, the purpose of this device, I'll call it a device, is to convey a message to a stranger so they know exactly what you're up to and hopefully stimulates their thinking of, ooh, that's interesting, tell me more. Now, a lot of times when a stranger comes up to you and says, hey, Mike, what do you do? And normally people tell what you, you know, they say, I'm, I, what, no, what you are. Actually, they tell you what you are. I'm a travel agent. I'm a doctor. I'm a firefighter. I'm a, a pilot. Uh, I'm a, um, uh, uh, an accountant. People to answer that question with who they are and not what they do. So today, I want to just give you a little idea, some, some food for thought on developing this particular tool. Now, here's another thing I want to say right from the beginning. You're going to sit down and you're going to write an elevator uh, speech or an audio logo. You're going to write it down. But I want to caution you. People, when they write an answer to uh, what do you do, there's a tendency to becoming uh, verbose. And you will write with words that you would never say in public. So I want you to focus on an answer to this question that will really resonate with you and can easily flow off your tongue. Not just some esoteric, oh, this sounds really cool. Because in writing, it will sound really cool. But in person, you would never say things like that. So I want you to remain focused on words, on meanings that you could actually say in a public forum. Here's what I want to say about the elevator speech. Number one, it's not about you. People don't care about you. They care about them. So when they ask you what do you do, it makes a lot of sense to flip it and to tell them what they do as it affects their life, the person you're talking to. So they can therefore identify with what it is that you do. People identify with things that are of concern to them. So let's, uh, rightfully so, let's, I'm talking to travel agents, so... Here's some things that, that your travelers may be, I'm not saying they are, may be concerned about. They can be concerned about the fees of airplane tickets today. They can be concerned about flight cancellations and the fees involved in canceling flights. They can be concerned about the small seats and the position of the seats in the aircraft. Uh, flight delays is something they could be concerned about. How about appearing at a hotel and they say, I'm sorry, I don't have your registration. I call it dropped hotel rooms. Packing oversights. Ooh, we, what, what do I bring? How much do I bring? What do I not need to bring to a certain uh, venue? Uh, people are concerned about foreign language, not being able to communicate. How about the electricity of their uh, iPhones and, and, and plug-ins? They're concerned about wattage. and We have 110 versus Europe has a 220 currency. Tipping policies. How much do I tip a cabbie in Budapest? Health requirements. Uh, this is a big one today. 
on how COVID has um, involved other airports. What tests do I need? I know that's changing every day from country to country. People are concerned about jet lag, uh, luggage weight, the, the over 50 pounds, and you get zapped with it with a huge uh, uh, overage charge. Uh, customs, passports, visas, government warnings, uh, choices, culinary choices, what kind of food they have in the places I'm going to. How about emergency contact? Who's the right person to contact in case of emergency? Who is actually in position to help me when I'm in an emergency? Insurance, do I need it? Don't I need it? What does it cover? FOMO, fear of missing out. People are concerned about what if I go to Hungary and, and I don't see the, the shoes on the side of the Danube. I didn't know about the shoes on the side of the Danube. Um, uh, what, what, what if I miss out? I get home and people say, oh, did you see such and such? And you say, no, I had no idea it even existed. Pet sitting. More and more people are concerned and staying home because of their pets. Uh, who do you trust? Can, is there such a thing as a trusting pet sitter today for when I go away for a week or two? And I have another one, transportation to and from airports. That also can be a concern. So those are the concerns of the people. So in your elevator speech, doesn't it make sense to address one, two, or three of these concerns, hoping that you hit one of the hot buttons. I think it does. I want you to think about it. I can't answer that question for you. One of the best ways to find out what your client's hot buttons are are to ask them. Have a little uh, uh, a memo going out saying, I'm interested in helping you more. What is it exactly that you're concerned about when it comes to traveling or leaving home? Ask the people, and then you will know exactly what the hot buttons are. Here's a, a little clue on how to start writing your elevator speech. The first, it, it's you, I, the pronoun I, and then you put in a verb. I work, I create, I investigate, I ensure, I maximize, I minimize, I research. It's a verb of what you do immediately after the word I or my company researches, my company creates, okay, or I create. You get, you get the message. Then, after the verb, you answer the question, for who? I create for single women. I create for families. I create for corporations. I create for uh, uh, family reunions. You, you address who it is you work, are working for or working with. I create trips for single women, for example. And then the word how, by. By researching thoroughly up to three venues to make sure that we hit all of the hot buttons. So it's a it's I, a verb, to who, and then what. Now, you write that down, and I guarantee you the first time you write that down, it's going to sound like gibberish. It's not going to make sense. So there's where the professional editing comes in. You edit what it is you wrote, and you time it. And it doesn't, don't get caught up in the time. I shouldn't have said that. I mean, 12 seconds, 15 seconds, 25 seconds, it doesn't make any difference. Does it flow? Is it something you can actually hear yourself saying? Now, the offshoot, the benefit, the true benefit of an elevator speech is that you will have done your homework and you will now know for the first time what you do for who and how you do it, which will increase your personal confidence level which will automatically make you come across more believable to when you're talking to prospects or new clients. So it's, it's a great, great exercise. I, I ask you to do it. I ask you to sp- spend some time creating an elevator speech. Will you ever use it? Maybe, maybe not. Uh, 
But here's another little tactic, if, if you will. You can say, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, why should I use a travel agent in this day and age? That's a great question. And then you respond. And you kind of, you, you don't wait for them to ask you what do you do. You kind of set it up and then you tell them like it is a good, good question. Last point I want to make is that if you tell me what you think about yourself, I can automatically discount it because it's self-serving. Of course, I think that you're, you're, you think highly of yourself. But if you tell me what my peers think of you, then it's, there's a better chance for me to believe that. For example, Mike, why should I do business with you? Here's my answer. That's a great question. I'm glad you asked me that. The last three single women who chose me to work on their vacation did so because A, B, C. You see, it's not what I think. It's what they think, why they chose me. And if you connect with your peers, there's a better chance for you to listen to my answer. So that's, those are my comments today on elevator speech. I hope I didn't lose you. Uh, if I do have a special report on the subject... If you would like me to send you a complimentary uh, copy of this special report, send me an email at mike at mikemarshev.com. I'll say it again, mike at mikemarshev.com. In the subject line, write down uh, elevator speech. That's all you got to do. Yes, of course, write a kind note underneath it, if you will, and I will send you a complimentary copy of the special report on uh, an an elevator speech. Okay, that's it for now. I'll talk to you next week, hopefully with something more to say, something more meaningful to say, something as meaningful to say, and uh, we'll find out. The uh, proof is in the pudding. Talk to you next week.